current kids that we have right now, they know, they now know that we're closing. They found out through the news. And I think that, you know, understandably people are, the kids are going to be concerned about not being able to come back to Carlisle. Okay, that is an interview that we had behind the scenes with an employee, someone who works at the Carlisle Youth Concurrent Disorder Center in North Vancouver. And as you can hear there, they are very concerned about the future of the center, which is apparently closing, and they feel like they're in the dark and they are worried about what's going to happen, particularly for the youth who use this center or have used this center in the past. So it's at Lionsgate Hospital. It is for youth age 13 to 18, and it was really... the the only facility of its kind in what's believed Western Canada, and it helped kids deal with addictions and mental health issues. So why is it being closed? We've been trying to get more information on this, and so we're very happy to have our next guest with us now. It's Dr. Marius Welgamud, who's a medical director of mental health and substance use and head of psychiatry for Vancouver Coastal Health Coastal Community. Dr. Welgamud, thank you so much for being here. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us on this morning. And why is the Carlisle Center closing? It is a, it is a good opportunity to, to reflect on this for a while. Just a quick note, I'm calling in from the beautiful, uh, traditional, unceded territory of the Seashell and Squamish Nation. And I'm very grateful for this. So, uh, Carlisle, uh, when it was established in 2017... It, uh, it was really groundbreaking, and, there, and it filled a role that at the time didn't exist, many of the programs. But over the years, as we moved forward, like over the past five years, for example, we've seen, we've seen an occupancy rate of around 54% um, throughout the years. We've noticed that we've been encountering struggles with, uh, prim- with primarily with a model of care, which at times, you know, you would require a, a youth to come in as a voluntary patient for a three-week program. And there were lots of barriers to this. And some youth were excluded based on, on, on these criteria. And then there's also been some staffing challenges, as you've noticed, probably system-wide challenges with adolescent psychiatrists and so forth. And, you know, and this is ongoing despite, despite ongoing uh, recruitment efforts. So for this reason, uh, it was it was decided that Carlisle will transition to a to a different model of care moving forward, and uh, and this this model of care will be focusing on the age ranges of 18 to 25. And uh, I would I would absolutely love to say more about this. Okay, but l- let me just stop you there because I have questions. 18 to 25, mm-hmm. well, what about the 13 to 18? And honestly, if it's helping even mm-hmm. one child with their mental health and addictions issues, then it would certainly have been worthwhile. So he- where's the communication here? Because people are concerned about losing this f- this facility and these services. So I want to acknowledge that. I want to acknowledge that concern, and I want to acknowledge the impact that Carlisle, as we've known it up until now, has had on so many lives, and it's been a it's been an excellent model of care. And what we can what we can communicate with confidence this morning is that the care for our youth and the children ages 13 to 18 will continue. I mean, there's different programs we have. We have from our community-based cares. We have we have re, bed-based recovery services for for the youth and the and the, and the adolescents. We have 
We have BC Children's that will look after uh, the children more in need of acute services. The government has, has made available significant funding and they've invested significantly in, in these programs so as to allow us to safeguard these children. So, so they will continue to be cared for and uh, we, will, we will, I mean, that remains an utmost commitment of ours. And I want everyone to know that this morning, although the model of care is shifting, it does not mean the ages of 13 to 18 will not have treatment options. They will still be matched with appropriate community resources but or hospital-based why, why then are we hearing from parents who are so worried that they will lose the ability to send their child here, that children who've been there before, who perhaps need to go again if they still have issues? Where is the communication here, Dr. Welgaman, to reassure these parents that their children are going to get help? Yes, so it is important for us to re- recognize and keep our keep our focus on the fact that these children will will be cared for. And, and if I can go into a little bit more detail here, for example, someone that was previously treated at Carlisle will continue to access services. They, there's since the time of initiation of the Carlisle, the community-based programs have grown significantly, and we've seen a significant increase in the in the need. For, for acute services, for those youth transitioning to, to early adulthood, we're, we're seeing on average 39 youth and young adults a day within the health authority, and that was an average over 2023. So we want to make sure that we, that we adjust the model of care based on the community's need, while, of course, we will at all times take each and every referral that comes our way with 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 uh, with the lens of matching these patients with the right services, whether that is community based or if it is bed based recovery units or tertiary care through BC Children's, these these processes processes will still allow us to to care for everyone in but a in a sound accurate way. Minister Whiteside has said she expects there to be a seamless transition for patients. It doesn't sound like that, though, Dr. Welgamut. It sounds like you're still working things out, and clearly there are some communications issues. So the seamless transition for patient care, that is, uh, that is essential. That is one of the things we are focusing on for sure. If I can give you an example for, for the children or the youth that's been referred to the unit at the moment, everyone who is on the wait list will continue to receive care and treatment. And we have central access intake teams, and these teams will continue to provide each and every one of these children with the, uh, with the services they, they need. So these are not things that are still being put in place. These are services that already exist, and it is our responsibility to, to match our youth with the existing services, and this will continue to take place. This will continue to, to be a priority. I mean, we... We are, we are absolutely focused and committed to ongoing care for ages 13 to 18. And with the change of model, our, our focus is shifting to more of the acute need, but these patients will be cared for. Without. Are you reaching out, though, then to those families who have used this centre, who maybe needed the centre in the future, to let them know that, listen, there's still going to be something here? Yes, that is important for us to do, and, and we have been in communication with the referrals and uh, the wait lists and, and patients that were 
we're pending admission to the Carlisle Centre. This has indeed taken place, and further communication will take place, without a doubt. And um, I know that this information has come as a, you know, it brings distress to, to many families, and we acknowledge this. And I understand that, but I want to reassure everyone that the youth will be taken care of and we have adequate services to match them based on clinical need across across the, the spectrum of care, essentially. And people don't have to be concerned about finding or making their own way through this system, which might feel so overwhelming at the moment. But there are central access intake teams and central addictions intake teams that can support seven days a week for people to access service and to be guided through this process. All right. Well, Dr. Wilgamud, we will be following up on this. We don't want to hear about anybody being left behind here, and, and hopefully these services will continue. But we thank you for your time this morning. It's a pleasure, and thanks so much for having me. That is Dr. Marius Wilgamud, who's the Medical Director of Mental Health and Substance Use and Head of Psychiatry for Vancouver Coastal Health's Coastal Community. Long title, but we hope that would mean that, well, they know what they're doing. At Vancouver Coastal Health, they're shutting down the Carlisle Center, which is the only facility or was the only facility of its kind to treat youth between the ages of 13 and 18 with mental health and addictions issues. Now, you heard him say it. They are trying to refocus on 18 to 25, but they will still look after kids 13 to 18 and make sure they get the services they need. But to me, it's created a lot of uncertainty and concern Clearly not enough communication has been going on to reassure the families and the patients who have used this facility in the past that there are still people who are going to look after you. You are still going to get the services you need. So when I say we're going to follow up, we will. We want to make sure that happens. And if there are families out there who haven't had that communication, who aren't getting that follow-up, then you have to let us know so we can keep that pressure on. Simi at cknw.com.